Hello there, listeners. Hope you're all stretched and ready to go. You ready to sweat? I can't hear you. Okay, slap on those leg warmers, plug in your Walkman, and let's get ready to hear about the history of the first franchised exercise program, Jazzercise. This week on This Was a Thing. This was a thing. This was a thing. The movie cruising with Al Pacino. Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. On today's episode, we are looking at Jazzercise. In other areas, call 1-800-FIT-IS-IT. Call 654-8079. Now, this was a thing because it not only invented the franchised workout and in the process made exercise fun. Hell yeah, I'm having fun. It also gave women permission to sweat. Now, you think that's an odd statement, but trust me, it's true. We here, at This Was a Thing, want to give credit where credit is due. If you like Zumba, if you like Soul Cycle, if you like Orange Theory, if you like pole dancing, then you have to give credit to the one and only Jazzercise, which in 2015 took in $95 million. Oh my God. And it's all because of Judy Shepard Missit. Judy. Judy, who actually seems like a Kristen Wiig character gone awry, and she even looks like Kristen Wiig. Oh, perfect. We will post photos on our social media. You'll see what I'm talking about. But let me give you a little sample of Judy's fantastic energy. Now find that beat. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's good. Ho. Now slap, release, contract, release, contract, release. There you go. Smiling, smiling, smiling. Now to the pelvis. Front, back, front, back. Push it, pull it, push it, pull it. Yeah. Judy is filled with boundless energy. Did you, Ray, ever do jazzercise? Jazzercise? Um... I did something close to Jazzercise. I did a couple sweating to the oldies, which I feel Tango like... Tango a size. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I did more modern, influential uh, a size. Do you know that Judy came before Richard Simmons? I, I, I had a feeling, and I... Uh, Judy is uh, number one. I, I'm gonna just, I, and I'm sorry, Judy. I'm gonna call you Judy, like I know you, like we're best friends. Well, that's how we do it on this show. Judy Shepard Missit is the patron saint of exercise. Now, I am not uh, an athletic person by any stretch of the, that's the imagination. Not true. You will see me run when you tell me the Burger King is closing in ten minutes. Wait, your building doesn't have an elevator, does it? No. So I do go up five flights of stairs every day. There you go. And then I cry. <laughs> but it's still a walk up. But it's still a walk up. You're at calves of steel. But I will say that I, I did do jazzercise uh, when I was in kindergarten uh, because they would bring in a dance teacher once a week, and it was always the same thing. They would have us dance to uh, Prince's Vicky Vale from Batman, Ooh. and we would jazzercise to that. So I am I am a, a, a proud student of jazzercise. That's exciting. I am a proud student of jazzercise, and I, I did it in first grade, so I don't know. That was like five years ago. So the first thing I want to talk about to understand why jazzercise 
was so influential. And first of all, we'll see the, we see these clips of of people of her doing jazzercise. We see people doing jazzercise. We know that like maybe our moms and grandmas do jazzercise, and we sort of laugh at it because we're like, what is that? You have to remember that anything that you are doing now, like I said, Orange Theory, Planet Fitness, Gold's Gym, Curves, anything you do at home. P90X, kickboxing, all of that stuff in some way, shape, or form has been influenced by what Judy Shepard Missit has created. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about how women were finally given permission to exercise. So the first thing to remember that prior to this, the workout craze, which we're all involved in now in some way, shape, or form, it was not polite by society's means for women to sweat in public. And if she wanted to keep a trim figure, she was supposed to just simply diet and starve herself. Ah, so don't sweat, ladies. Doctors, also this was the medical community at the time. We're talking about the 1800s, early 1900s. Doctors would say it was unsafe for a woman to physically exert herself for fear that she could damage her fertility. Interesting. Or, just as horrible at that time, we don't want you to appear manly. Yeah, I mean, Ray shocked. Their, their giant manly figures are still going to be covered by their giant hoop skirts. <laughs> so it's not like they're going to, they're just going to have to get bigger hoop skirts. Yes, but I can see in their necks and their temples a thickness. <laughs> ah, yes, a thick <laughs> temple. I did forget about a woman never to have a thick temple. And that's where the bonnet comes from. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this all change? Well, we're going to go back to the beginning when Helena Rubinstein and Elizabeth Arden, two very powerful women in the makeup industry, said, ladies, your beauty is in your control. And Helena Rubinstein put it even more bluntly. She said, there are no ugly women, only lazy ugly ones. Actor. Oh. <laughs> there are no ugly women. Just ugly actors. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. No, she said only lazy ones. Oh, so got it. even though the medical industry was saying women don't exercise, Rubenstein and Arden were saying do it. And they told them you should do light stretching. Okay. Yoga. Yoga was big back then. According to Rubenstein and Elizabeth oh, Arden. Wow. And posture exercises because it would make them look more luminous. You'll glow, ladies. You'll glow. Your posture looks luminous. This is now where the salon, a salon is going to come into all this. Oh, like a hair? Well, kind of. The salon is called Slenderella. Not Cinderella. Slenderella. Oh, my fucking God. I love that. And Slenderella was living off the philosophy of Rubenstein and Arden, and its ads vow to slim women in all the right places. The mission of these salons was basically the less you worked your body, the better the workout. Isn't that a Paula Abdul song? With DJ Cap. <laughs> if you're a fan of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, when you see her go to like those gym classes in the 50s, that's kind of what like Slenderella was like. I just can't get over the fucking name Slenderella. I love Slenderella. that. It sounds like a monster, doesn't it? Like a horror movie. Or, or like how sl- it would be like Slenderman's <laughs> Slender sister. Slenderella. I'm Slenderella. <laughs> I'm Slenderella. Let's do something about that cellulite. I'm looking for Slenderella. She has the slimmest feet that goes with this very slim slipper. Some guy with a foot fetish did this like weird ass fairy tale of Cinderella. Oh my God. Okay. So in the late 50s, folks, uh, TV was happening and housewives. What city? Oh. <laughs> they were at home. They were watching television and... And television started to create programming for women that was exercise-based, that was on in the afternoons, that they could do in the privacy of their own home. So that way they were not sweating out in public and they could still take care of the kids, clean the house, make a meal. Jack LaLanne is one of those people. Oh, I was waiting, hoping his name would come up. But we're not going to focus on Jack LaLanne today. I just wanted to hear his name. We're going to focus on a woman named Debbie Drake. 
she had her own television show, an exercise program. Debbie Drake, just so we're all aware, was like rail thin. She was like a pencil. And Debbie Drake kind of looks like a young version of Lady Elaine Fairchild from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Here was the issue, though. The only women you're, only woman you are seeing on television in terms of like what physical fitness should be was a very thin woman. And it was like, if you don't look like Debbie Drake, then what's the point to begin with? Like, you'll never get to look like Debbie Drake. Does that make sense? Well, I will. Okay, okay. You want to you see Debbie Drake in action? You want to hear her in action? Hell yeah. Okay, here's some Debbie Drake for you. Time to get away from it all on the Debbie Drake Show. To guide you on your trip to beauty, meet Miss Debbie Drake. Debbie will take you through the wonderful world of exercise to the land of slim, trim beauty. Now for the tummy. You need your pillow. Everybody get a couple pillows for your back. And if you're sitting next to a couch, maybe you'd want to lock your feet underneath it. Be sure to bend your knees for this one. And this not only works on the tummy, but it helps to firm the chin because you lean your head way back like this. And also, it takes away this spare tie around here. Ready? And let's stretch back. Stretch as far as you can. And then up and touch and stretch. And one and two, three, four, and five. Rage sounds drunk. When, when I exercise, I love to have a ball. A high ball. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm sorry. I seem to have vomited all over my son's Howdy Doody toys. Join me next week when... <laughs> Debbie needs more ice. <laughs> I need more ice. All right, I'm going to do squash now. <laughs> Debbie's exercises honestly consist of sit- just literally... Doing sit-ups. That's all the exercises are. <laughs> I mean, she didn't have anything else besides that. God bless her. So um, in 1968 comes a book called Aerobics. The book is just called Aerobics. Great book. By a guy named Dr. Kenneth Cooper. And his book says, look, uh, there are actual physical not just cosmetic benefits of exercising. And the book li- actually lists specific exercises and routines that you can do. Because before that, all the exercise was really aimed at women in terms of you will look great. It had nothing to do with low cholesterol. It had nothing to do with a healthy heart rate. It was you have to look beautiful. And when this guy comes along, Dr. Cooper, with his aerobics book, he's saying, no, it's a- there's actual physical benefits of exercising you'll live a longer life and you'll be happier that dr cooper doesn't know what he's talking about don't buy that book don't bring that, don't book, buy in that book in the house and in the 1970s it's going to change for women with women's liberation the era and th- an invention that you were like oh i didn't realize how important it actually is but the sports bra is invented at this time and with all of this liberation we're going to get to meet judy shepherd Miss it. I want to be very clear about Judy Shepard. Miss it, by the way. This interview was done in 2020. She looks like she's 40 years old. She's obviously in her 80s, and she looks 40 years old. So this is this is Judy talking about how she created Jazzercise. You know, I started Jazzercise in 1969 in Chicago in a dance studio. And the reason I did that was I was teaching a regular dance class, and a lot of women in the class thought it was too hard. They didn't want to be a professional dancer. They just wanted to look like one. And I thought, wow, that's a good way to begin a whole nother chapter. Just a lovely class for women to feel good, have fun, but 
have effective results so that they lose weight, they get healthier, and they have a better sense of well-being. She also noticed that there were other obstacles for women becoming more physically active. For example, a lot of classes, moms would sit on the side while the young daughters were doing like ballet and dancing. And she's like, just because you're older and you're a mom and you're middle-aged doesn't mean that you can't be dancing as well. So she was like, how can we make dance both be fun and fitness oriented, right? And how can I get these older women to dance with the same sort of freedom that her, their daughters are dancing with? And in 1969, she got her answer. So she toned down her, her dance technique. She told all the women, don't look at the mirror. We're going to face away from the mirror. And she created something called Jazz Dance for Fun and Fitness. Oh. That was the class. So it's going to say, okay, women of all ages, shapes and sizes, you're coming to dance, but I know you're not going to want to be a dancer. It's just about like having fun and losing weight, right? So she decides to have some fun with her classes, and she adds what's a jazz warm-up. Okay. So what she does is she puts on some music to warm everyone up. It's jazz music. She knows everyone is enjoying that. She's like, we're going to keep doing this all the way through, this music. And she calls it, it goes from being called jazz dance for fun and fitness to- I don't think it needs to change. I don't think so either, but jazzercise. Now, here's the interesting thing about the class she's creating. There was no other class like this of its kind. Okay. So she said there really wasn't an industry when I first started. We kind of set the pace and did a whole lot of stuff that were firsts, and that is absolutely correct. So you might be wondering, if you never had taken a jazzercise class, what is jazzercise? Well, you put on some great music with a great beat, and uh, you do various resistance and strength training, but all to the rhythm or the beat of the music. You're not learning a dance, so it's not choreographed or even learning how to dance. It's just using the beat of the music to guide your exercise. And honestly, you don't even have to stay on the beat if you don't want to. Now, I do. Okay, well, great. You can stay on the beat. Now, Judy's going to head out to California, and she starts to teach her new classes out there at recreation centers. I bet that's going to be a hit. Well, it does. It takes off. And a lot of her clientele down in San Diego are military wives, and they move around a lot. So she, they're like, but we still want to keep doing this, Judy. How do we do this? And Franchise. Yes. She's like, I will train you. And then you can take those classes. You can take what I taught you and start your own classes wherever you go next. I mean, that's pretty. The the fact that it's army wives and stuff that are yeah. military wives that just not as general. The fact that they're the ones taking it and they do move. I mean, that is just uh, that's brilliant. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I was so smart of Judy to train and say take this and teach it. I mean, that's just so smart. Free advertising almost. No, absolutely. And you also have to remember at this time, like we mentioned earlier, you know, this is right on the cusp of you know, the ERA movement and women's liberation and the idea that, you know, women could be their own bosses and all that, right? Yeah. So this is this is actually happening at a really, really fantastic time for her. Now, she also, Judy, relishes in stories of like, you know, how jazzercise is uh, enabling women's economic uh, independence, including her own. And she tells a story that in 1975, uh, there was a very sexist parks and rec bureaucrat who uh, didn't want to pay her for her classes because it was a massive paycheck that he was uh, handing over to her. And he's like, I don't want to give this to a little exercise girl. So fuck him. Now that Judy has spread the word about how these classes are going to go, she realizes she doesn't want to lose out on a good thing. So she begins to sell the franchise rights 
to her jazzercise technique. Got it. You pay me money. Yeah. Here you go. Open your own studio. She was doing what she was doing before, but realized that she could make money off of it. Yes, as well she should. Exactly. As well she should. And all over the world, these jazzercise centers start to emerge. And what's really cool is that these new centers are empowering women in a couple of ways. First of all, imagine you go into this class as a student, and then a few months later, you are teaching the class. So automatically there's this sense of empowerment that goes along with it. Or, hi, I'm this housewife. I just wanted to come and have some fun. Oh, and now I own four of these franchises. I mean, I think Judy's original intention was just simply, I want women to come and have fun. It was a safe space for women. It's a safe space for women to come, to exercise, to have fun. And it ended up creating this huge giant giant industry in which women are the center of it and women are the driving force behind it the other thing that she does which i really liked was she had childcare services at a lot of these jazzercise places so women can have their quote-unquote me time so that's also pretty brilliant yeah on, on her end it's genius what's cool about judy is, is everything is motivated from the idea of I want women to come in to feel safe and what and whatever we need to do to make sure that that happens, we'll make sure that it happens. Also, I mean, she easily could have said to these people, no, you're not going to take my technique. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. You know, if you want me to come teach it, I'll, I'll, I'll come do it and you pay me. She's like, no, go. I want people to be happy. The other cool thing that Judy puts into Jazzercise, and I did not know that until I, until this, until I was doing my research. Have you ever been in a workout class and the uh, instructor has the microphone, like a like a Britney Spears oh, yeah, type yeah, yeah. mic on there? First time they were ever used were in Jazzercise classes. Really? She was the one who was like, hey, everyone needs to hear you, so let's put a microphone on you, but you need to move. Then Lady Madonna. And then Lady Madonna probably went to a Jazzercise <laughs> class and was like, Judy. Oh, my God. Tell me more. The other cool thing about Judy and Jazzercise is she was getting countless, countless letters from, from women that said, you know, yeah, I went in to lose weight, but it also gave me the permission to, like, find joy in my life. I'm sure it made a lot of con- gave women a lot of confidence. It gave me the confidence to yeah. demand raises. And a lot of them wrote to her and said I had really abusive husbands and marriages and this gave me the confidence to get out of it. That's awesome. So, thanks Judy. In 1981, she puts out a record where you can, you know, you can play the record and do the the exercises along with the record and that record goes gold. Oh, wow. Pretty fast. Thanks Judy. And now, folks, I'm sure we will cover this at some point on this show, but today it's only going to be a periphery story for us, and that is Jane Fonda. Mm. In 1982, the actress Jane Fonda put out her first home workout video. These VHS tapes of Jane Fonda's home workout, the country went nuts over it. One, you have to remember she was a massive star. She was a megastar. She had always kept herself in pretty strong physical condition. I don't know, my friend, if you've ever done a Jane Fonda workout. Have you ever done your, a Jane Fonda workout? I've watched it, but I haven't actually done the workout. Okay, so for those of you who've never seen it, it is intense as fuck. She moves at a pretty fast rate. She pulls out a gun. She pulls out a gun. <laughs> um, she's sweating like crazy. The music is really intense. It's hard to keep up with the workout video, I think. And there's no joy in it. It's just like, you will look great as me. You will look as great as I do. And Peter. And Peter Fonda. He comes in with his drugs. He comes in on his easy easy rider motorcycle. motorcycle. If you're doing the Jane Fonda workout, it is uh, strenuous and hard 
and difficult. I tried it for five minutes, and I couldn't even get it to play on my VCR. So that shows you how hard this thing is. And this is. was recently. This was recently. And Judy's like, I'm going to put out my own video. Okay. And the motto of her video is, hey, it's fun. And on the video, you watch it, and it looks like everyone's having a great time. The music is fun. You're getting great results. She's optimistic. She's cheery. She's she's having a blast, Judy. I have a I have a title idea for her. Yeah. It's fun, duh. Get it? Like Fonda? Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. Here's some of this wonderful Judy Shepard Miss It Jazzercise VHS tape. Listen to her excitement and enthusiasm. I wouldn't miss it. Now your favorite thing. The hips, sugar. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. And now I have to uh, warn you folks, <laughs> she's in what looks like this empty room with uh, different colored backgrounds, and she and the women that work with her are all fantastic. They're all different shapes and sizes and ages, and they're all having a great time. Now, the opening of the, of the movie, I just need to give you <laughs> a warning. It's cute. It starts with everybody doing jazzercise, and the song is like, let's go jazzercise it's very fun and like you see like kids dancing and you see old people dancing and then you see all the people like running together like through the park and also dancing to the rhythm is they have two elephants that are also like lifting their legs up in rhythm to the music and you're like oh my god how they get the elephants to do that well if you look there's guys with sticks behind poking the elephants legs and the legs go up so uh also in the video at the top of the hill is jane fonda looking down intensely at the fun wishing she could have had the fun that was being had she's the one poking the elephants yes, exactly. <laughs> hey friends hope you're enjoying the show if you are could you do us a favor after you listen to today's episode open up your podcast app and leave us a review Please, the more reviews we get, the more people will discover us, and the more people that discover us, the less lost we'll feel. You're good, buddy. It's okay. Uh, look, nothing has ever been easier to do. Just go ahead and grab a pen real quick. It's okay. We'll wait. Don't worry. Okay, head on over to your podcast app. Click those three dots in the lower right-hand corner. Click Go to Show. Scroll down till you see ratings and reviews, then leave us some stars and a comment or two so our parents know that it was worth all the tuition that they spent. And if you really love us, head on over to Patreon.com and send us some money, and in return, you will get access to merch, special episodes, bonus content, pictures of me shirtless. Okay, okay, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search This Was a Thing and help us out. But you know what? You've already helped us out today by listening to us, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. One of the things that I love about Judy in these videos is she is so funny. Not not laughing at her, but like she has a great sense of humor sure. about everything that's going on. She loves what she's doing, and she's so supportive to everybody in the videos. And I was looking on the YouTube comments, and a YouTube person said, she's more supportive than my parents. I feel like it's one of those things where like in a lot of these exercise videos, people put on just such an act. like to be yes. like, And she seems like she's just uh, the realest. This is you her. Could, yeah, exactly. Which is like, I'd much rather watch 
or do an exercise with someone that's like being real and encouraging you to have fun instead of just like you need to sweat more like the boot camp videos oh hell no and she does not do that and i think it also shows because i mean like i said if you look at a picture of her now and she's she i think she's approaching her 80s if she's not in her 80s already she looks fantastic why the joy the joy of life now i it's important to mention that judy and jazzercise kind of get obscured a little bit because we always talk about jane fonda and we always talk about one of your favorite people richard simmons richard simmons who also did a lot of amazing stuff oh yeah but he's kind of doing in some ways what judy was doing because he does sweating to the oldies, and he comes after Judy. Richard Simmons is vicious. <laughs> While Richard Simmons was off doing Satyricon with Fellini in Italy, <laughs> Judy was off spreading the joy of jazzercise to the masses. So say what you want. They both did wonderful things for people. And then this workout video sort of encourages a lot of other celebrities to come forward and do their own workout videos. I'm sure we will do an episode just on celebrity workout videos. I'm sure we will do our own celebrity workout but video. My, but, <laughs> but my favorite one is a hybrid between Jane Fonda's workout and Judy Shepard Missit's Jazzercise workout. And folks, if you've never seen this, uh, please go on to YouTube and I'll try to give you the backstory right now. now. Right now. It's called Do It Debbie's Way. <laughs> And the workout video is Debbie Reynolds, the great Debbie Reynolds. Uh, Debbie Reynolds, who was, you know, obviously the star of Singing in the Rain. She was Carrie Fisher's mother. And in the 1980s, Debbie Reynolds was uh, in some financial straits. And so she decided, I need to do something to make money fast. And she saw the Jane Fonda workouts. And she also saw the Jazzercise videos. And she said, I'm going to create my own home workout video. One that's not as intense as Jane's, but also one that's a little bit more choreographed than Judy's. And so she came up with a workout video called Do It Debbie's Way. And she decided, well, what's going to make me different than the other people is I'm going to have my celebrity friends join me and they're going to be the other people working out with me. What year was this? 84, 85, I oh, think. Okay. And uh, they include Dionne Warwick, Terry Garr, Shelly Winters, uh, Rosemary. <laughs> and this is a story that I have always heard about this video. They were about to shoot on the next morning, and Debbie realized, well, we've never all actually worked out. <laughs> so she calls the women over to her mansion and says, hey, we should probably practice these things so that way we don't look uncoordinated tomorrow a professional so we look professional so apparently the women all get on the floor to start exercising and they go where did shelly go now shelly winters is <laughs> an amazing actress she was in uh stepping out right yes stepping out the liza minnelli movie yes and the poseidon adventure and she found the keys to the liquor cabinet <laughs> and was like who wants to drink so all of them don't work out and just drink all night and just tell stories about what, the, what their lives were like in Hollywood. So when you watch Do It Debbie's Way, it's clear these women are hungover. <laughs> Debbie is slurring her speech. And she's, she comes on the first thing. She's wearing this brown outfit. And she's like, good morning or good afternoon or whatever time you're watching this. And attempts to do workouts. And while she's laying there doing the workouts, at one point she literally says, I hate exercise. <laughs> And then while she's doing like a sit-up move, she goes, if I had a hit record, I wouldn't have to be doing this. And then 
they pan over to Shelly Winters. I was going to say, what's Shelly Winters? Who's just laying down on her stomach, like watching everyone exercise. And she goes, hey, hey, am I the only one here who slept with Howard Hughes? Raise your hand if you slept with Howard Hughes. And you see two hands pop up. I just imagine which era of Howard Hughes Shelley Winters was with, too. I, I'm having, I, I'll tell you what happened. I was in Vegas at Bally's doing the tab version of Minnie's Boys. And I, I saw Howard, and, and he said, boy, you, you look good enough to fuck. And I said, what do you mean look like? So I, I, I said, you want to fuck? And he said, I don't know. So I, I, you know, he had germ problems. So I did was I, <laughs> I, I had Dom DeLuise and Rip Taylor. And they went out, and they wrapped, they got tissues. And they, they wrapped tissues all over my body. And, and then I fucked him that way. So that way he didn't get any germs. And then, then he was real sweet. He got me a limo, and, and he got me a couple of chips to play at the Aladdin. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Knotts as Shelley Winters. <laughs> so anyway, back to Judy Shepard Miss It. Not only did you have these workout videos like Debbie Reynolds, you also had Curves. Do you remember Curves? Oh, yeah. It was the, the, the female-oriented gym classes. All of that really is coming from what Debbie had laid down. Now, ready for some, uh, some trivia? Always. In 1984, Jazzercise was the second largest franchise in America behind... McDonald's. You see, I would have I would have thought McDonald's too is number one. It wasn't McDonald's. Taco Bell. Domino's Pizza. Domino's. Right. So wait, Domino's was bigger than McDonald's. That's what it said in that's 1984. Crazy. And according to Judy's memoir, which you should all read because it's fantastic. It came out a couple of years ago. I've actually read it. Ray gets upset because he because I'll mention a book and he'll be like, "You didn't read that." I actually read Judy Shepard Missits. Building a business with a beat. Would you say you wouldn't miss it? She likes alliteration. And she says in her book that Jazzercise has netted in cumulative sales $2 billion. Holy. Here's a clip of people being interviewed at a Jazzercise class in 1986. There is no denying vanity. Most Americans want to look good. And many are willing to feel bad to feel great. I do it because it makes me feel good. Because it's not only good physically, it's good emotionally for you. You feel For an hour, you don't think of anything else. It's like any sport. It's like running is a good sport, swimming is a good sport, but you have to approach it cautiously and with moderation. And those people that are totally unfit and get into an aerobics class, for instance, with a lot of fit people and try to keep up can very much hurt themselves. That was a, from a 1986 uh, news clip from... Wisconsin. I kind of got the feeling that they were saying, don't exercise. Uh, well, in Wisconsin, they're so full of cheese that they're like, easy, easy. Why don't you stay cheesy here in Wisconsin? They don't even want to cover diets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Is there any other news here in Wisconsin today? It snowed. That's great. In other news today, uh, President Ronald Reagan visited Wisconsin and tried to try it on because he thought it looked like a midden. I think that's Michigan. <laughs> oh, God, I'm in the wrong station. In other news today, President Ronald Reagan came to Wisconsin to visit Milwaukee natives Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Once upon a time, we were talking about Jazzercise. So as the 80s rocked on, it then started to give us big industrial gyms, right? And the 90s gave us personal trainers and yoga, and the 2000s gave us the luxury gyms. That's like the Planet Fitness, right? Hell yeah, dog. O Orange Theory and uh, home video workouts like P90X. And today, we're going back to that group class mentality. Soul Cycle, Barry's Boot Camp, 
And anytime you go into a gym and you take one of these classes, or anytime you go get like a P90X, or anytime you do anything that's similar to that, you have to thank Judy, Judy. Shepard. Miss it. Miss it for the wonderful things that she gave to the world of fitness. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other great things that Jazzercise and Judy Shepard Miss It have done. Wouldn't miss it. This was a thing, this was a thing. And now, this is a sketch. Well, hopefully this one gets me to shed some pounds. And play. Hello, you stud. Welcome to the newest sensation sweeping this great nation, Jazzer Guys. The dance workout for you big masculine men out there. After this, anyone who says anything about that guy must be nuts. Come on, say it with me. Anyone who says anything about that, that guy, guy must be nuts. That must be nuts. Well, this is this is different. All right, so hopefully you have a workout partner with you, as the back of the tape suggests. Uh... All right. Now, I know you boys are going to get sweaty, so why don't you just go ahead and pop that shirt right off already? Well, look at you. Glad you uh, bought this tape. But there's potential. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and put that shirt back on, okay? Wait, what? Are you watching me? Put it back on. Your workout partner doesn't want to see it. There's no one here. All right, workout partner. Once his shirt is back on, why don't you just go ahead now and show the other guy what real physique is. Go ahead and start jogging in place for me. Okay, now speed it up. Okay, now ramp it up even more now. There's nobody here. Am I supposed to be doing this? Yes, but we all know that you can't, buddy, okay? So why don't you just do something a little less taxing, like uh, organizing that sock drawer of yours, but maybe make sure you're sitting down while doing it. Why is Jazzer guy so mean? I'm stopping this right now. Workout partner, pay attention to me. Don't listen to him over here. Okay, very good. He's bringing nothing to the table except for a four-cheese pizza with extra sauce. And stop. I am ordering that pizza. With extra, extra sauce. I miss Debbie Drake. Thank you. This was a sketch. Okay, so one of the things that I want to make sure that we applaud Judy for is that she says that exercise is really for everyone. It's not just for the rich and the beautiful and the pampered, which is really what people like Debbie Drake and Helena Rubinstein and Elizabeth Arden were getting out there. Now, it's great that they did say that women should be exercising, but it was ideally you're exercising to make yourself look beautiful for your man. That's not necessarily the case in Judy Shepard, Miss It's World, and I think that's really fantastic. Once again, it served a primarily female clientele. Exercise was perceived as the domain of men for such a long time until Jazzercise was like, nope, it's for women too, and women can enjoy it. One of the things that we also do on the show is sometimes we talk about how something faded away over time. And believe it or not, Jazzercise has not faded away. It still is a thing. It's still around. In fact, there was a great article in The Atlantic recently where um, a reporter went to a Jazzercise class. And this is and this is what they said. They said, the Jazzercise class I attended in Manhattan this spring in a subterranean back room of an old school weightlifting gym was exceptionally diverse in terms of age, race, and size, given that the archetypal boutique fitness consumer is assumed to be thin 
and white. As we smiled and sweated, I also noticed none of the usual peacockery of high-end exercise. No expensive athleisure, sultry selfies, or jockeying for the front row. In contrast to the confusing and sometimes contradictory world of such classes, where an hour-long experience can track between breathless exhilaration, genuine camaraderie, and mean girls-level body policing, jazzercise was, well, friendly. This world has been shaped by the core elements of jazzercise, community through choreographed fitness, uh, technically and economically accessible programming in franchise form, an undeniably pro-woman, if less certainly feminist message. Ironically, the brand's biggest obstacle today remains overcoming its own success. Despite integrating intervals and strength strengthening to many, jazzercise still evokes the leotards and leg warmers of its heydays. Yet... Uh, Miss had said, if we were what we were 40 years ago, we wouldn't still be here. We are always changing. And that's another thing that I think is really important to mention about Judy Shepard Missit, which is she is really the one that is creating boutique fitness. Yeah, It's not just this big gym that you go to and it's all scattered and it's all over the place. She wants to do things specifically for specific individuals. And like I said, we have that now everywhere we look and while you might laugh at jazzercise and roll your eyes and think of like the Kristen wigness of it all i don't and you think of the leg warmers and you think of all that stuff you have to just put all that aside and remember all the great things that she gave us so anytime you walk into a gym and you shake your booty and you sweat one out do it for judy shepherd judy well friends it's time for a game this was a thing, and now it's a quiz. This is a this was a quiz. Each episode of This Was a Thing, the podcast. The podcast. As, a, as opposed to This Was a Thing, the novel. The board game. The graphic novel. <laughs> it's just stick figures of us. The six-inch action figures. So anyway, on this game, uh, or in this section, I should say, what we do is, is we're going to play a game. And the games, uh, we are not aware of the games ahead of time. They've all been cultivated and developed by this brilliant comedian named Mark Schroeder. Mark, how are you today? I am very good. Thank you very much for having me. I'm honored to be able to do this. We're so excited that you're going on this journey with us. Mark, before we begin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from and uh, what do you do? Yeah, I'm originally from outside Philadelphia, and I had the uh, honor of meeting Rob at Penn State University in uh, 2006, and we've stayed in touch all these years. I'm an actor in L.A. now, actor-comedian. Uh, I got some funny stuff out there that tr- doesn't infringe on your your space, and this was a Thing podcast. It's a Twitch show. These are five things. <laughs> We're companion pieces. It's not five times better than this. It's just these are five things. Uh, but you can check that out Thursday nights. My team, Private Street, does that show. And uh, yeah, we do games and fun stuff like this. This was right up my alley. And folks, if you click into our show's info description, uh, we can ta- it'll take you right to a link to Mark's Twitch of these are five things. So that way, you can watch the genius that is Mark. Oh, so this first game is about jazzercise. Yes, okay. jazzercise. Judy Shepard missed it. Oh, thank you for introducing me to this woman. You, I, thank you. Look you look great. Yeah, you know, I've really tightened up and firmed thanks to her. And you're staying on the beat more. I am staying on the beat. Yeah, he's doing great. Inside, it's all falling apart, but externally, looking tight. Uh, but one of my favorite things watching all these videos you guys had compiled of her was how songs would come on and she would just like seamlessly integrate them into what she was doing. But this had me thinking that if you're really worth your salt as a jazzercise instructor, any song can really start playing and you can incorporate that 
into your jazzercise instruction. So you're both fine, accomplished performers. You're both going to play jazzercise instructors for this game. I am going to name a song that I know you guys know. It's as if that song is playing in your jazzercise class and you're going to improvise a, maybe a move or a, a positive affirmation of your jazzercise class tied to the song. Really pump up your listeners and get them, get them fit and get them trim. So, Rob, you're going to go first. Uh, you are <laughs> the jazzercise instructor and over the radio just came Don't Rain on My Parade from Funny Girl. All right, kids, life's a candy and the sun's a ball of butter, but not in this classroom, because here life is nothing but wheat germ and the sun is nothing but the sun. And it's going to make you sweat a little bit. And that's a good thing for your body to help cool you down. Now, if you're going to rain on my parade, please use the monogram towels that say jazzercise. And by rain, I mean sweat. <laughs> this is a tough one to top here, Ray. You've got... You can't stop the beat from Hairspray. All right, guys, come on, let's go. And we are getting in the beat. All right. Now, honestly, we're not going to be able to stop this beat. So this is going to be a little bit of a long class because this is going to be on loop. I'm going to wait until the last one of you is on the ground until we are done. But damn it, you are going to look good. From the motion of the ocean to the wind. Oh, and there goes the first one. All right, we are on a roll. The last one standing will be probably the fittest. <laughs> yeah. Rob? Oh, what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma. Your calories might be as high as an elephant's eye, but we're going to burn them off today in Jazzercise. Featuring such other songs from Oklahoma as people will say, Oh my God, you look fabulous. And your fridge is now empty, so it's going to sing Lonely Room. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, cowboys. Come on, cowgirls. Come on, cowpersons. It's time. <laughs> to sweat it out. That's a two hour class. Sorry, Ray, that, that's happening in the other room. Seasons of Love. So this class is gonna be 525,600 minutes. Now I hope you're ready. I hope you brought a lot of water and Gatorade because we are gonna go. But actually we're gonna start with the Tango Marine to get our Joses pumping and go. And I'm telling you, I'm not going. That fat around your hips might be telling you, and I'm not going, but here in Jazzercise, it's gonna go, go, go. I'm the best instructor you'll ever know. No, 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 no way. No, 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 no way. I'm living without you. I'm feeling the burn. I'm not living without you. Not living without you. I don't want to be free. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. And you, and you, and you are gonna do jazzy size. Yeah. What is the wait list like? Can <laughs> I get in? I love Effie. Thank you both. I think that's a beautiful duet ending. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. I would sign up for every one of these classes. Brilliant and inspired. Wonderful. And just a warning to our newbies, please do not eat an hour before the class or we'll just be in a vicious cycle back here. And unwrap those candies now. It's a combination of the pre-show <laughs> announcement and... <laughs> All right, friends. This was our Jazzercise game. Mark, thank you so much for, for being so creative and so fun. Thank you for having I'm me. so sweaty now. I know. I got to cool down a little bit. Oof. Folks, if you ever took a Jazzercise class or if you're still in a Jazzercise class, make sure to hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, let us know how you're keeping yourself svelte during these post-COVID months. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh post-COVID sveltness. See you next week on This Was a Thing. 
Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing, and a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cut-Cut-Schwartzberg, our composer, Billy Better-Than-DC-Reesey, our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford, our graphic designer, Natalie's Nothing's-Too-Graphic DeSavia, and finally, our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at This Was A Thing Pod and Facebook we are This Was A Thing Podcast. Reach out, we'd love to hear from you. And if you really liked what we did today, head on over to Patreon.com and become one of our sponsors and you'll get access to special episodes, interviews, and merch. That's Patreon. Search This Was A Thing and support us so we can keep doing this show. 